Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2589. Are 70% of American men lying? By Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. And if you're enjoying the show, why not share it with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our other shows on topics like personal development, health, work, and relationships. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Are 70% of American men lying? By Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. Every once in a while, I come across an article with the claim that a majority of people, usually men living in the US, would gladly give up a certain percentage of income in exchange for a certain amount of time. Usually the cited figure is one day of work per week for a 20% pay cut. In other words, according to this claim, most people, or at least most American men, would readily trade money for time where the extra time would be spent is rarely specified. It could be more time with the family or simply more time for themselves. The point is that many people feel they are giving too much time to their work and not enough time to other parts of their lives. According to the various articles out there, approximately 70% of American men would jump to make this exchange. Or would they? Where it comes from and what it means. The claim that a majority of people are willing to trade money for time if they only had the chance is repeated often, and the original source appears to be a 1991 Wall Street Journal article that in turn refers to a study at the University of Maryland. In other words, the details are fuzzy, but even if the numbers are a bit high, I don't doubt that many people would say in a survey that they would gladly trade money for time. I also think that while the original survey focused on male breadwinners, it's probably fair to say that many women feel the same way. Whether the true percentage is 70% or something else, it presents a big question. If so many people really want to earn less money in exchange for working fewer hours, why don't more of them do it? 
I thought about this for a while today and came up with these possibilities. They fear the unknown. They're locked into jobs that won't allow flexibility. They have too many financial commitments. They don't know how to do it. They don't know what they would do if they had more time. And or their highest value is making more money. I think a combination of these answers explains part of the riddle, but not all. I also think that another seldom considered answer is found in the power of inertia and the prevalence of too much wishful thinking. The danger of wishful thinking. Wishful thinking, in short, is unproductive thinking that causes you to interpret reality the way you would like it to be instead of the way it really is. Without getting into a philosophical argument about reality, I'll just state that wishful thinking isn't a very useful strategy for achieving your goals. Instead of rejecting reality, consider more useful strategies, simplicity, productivity, and values alignment. Adopting one of these strategies as your own should alter your lifestyle and available time considerably. Adopting all three will bring you much closer to your ideal world. Simplicity. The simplicity movement has been attracting more and more followers every year. This movement has a number of different strands, but what they have in common is a desire to appreciate life more, slow down, and focus on what matters to you as an individual. In most cases, followers of the simplicity movement discover that money for money's sake is rarely worth chasing, so they simply decide not to. Like I said, there are a lot of variations of this from people that try to retire early and live off their investments, to people who freelance when they want to and work 15 to 20 hours a week, all the way up to people that simply try not to work at all. But the idea itself is worth researching. A few good books worth reading about this are Your Money or Your Life, Choosing Simplicity, and The Simple Living Guide. You can buy them on Amazon or in the true pattern of the movement, Borrow them for free from your local library. Productivity. Good productivity habits will help you do more things in less time. These habits will also help you make sure you're doing the right things to begin with, which is even more important. A few good books worth reading about this are Getting Things Done, Execution, The Discipline of Getting Things Done, not related, and the old classic, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. A few writers I read that regularly post about this are Leo Bobauda at zenhabits.net and Merlin Mann at 43folders.com. Values alignment. Aligning your values with your behavior is one of the most important life changes you can make. Without consistent alignment, I find that I'm much more likely to get off course. The facts of time and money. The consideration of giving up work hours for time also requires a consideration of values and a consideration of money itself. Here are the facts about money as I understand them. Some money buys some happiness. Most studies confirm that living in poverty is not conductive to happiness in the long term. Most people do need a certain amount of money to be happy, but this goes only so far. The average point of diminishing returns is currently around $44,000 a year in North America. If you earn significantly less than $44,000 a year, then it's hard to be happy. Not impossible, 
I just mean that the average person earning less than that will not be as happy as someone earning 44,000 or more. Depending on whom you ask, there may be another happiness peak at around 90,000. But after that, the law of diminishing returns kicks in pretty sharply. Thus, it seems the consensus is that you need money, but not a whole lot. The American dream, as people understand it, is quite elusive. In the same survey data, 4% of people earning less than $15,000 a year identified themselves as living the dream. Meanwhile, only 5% of people earning more than $90,000 made the same claim. Huh, something is wrong here. Where is the expected correlation between income and the American dream? A living wage is different than the minimum wage. The original study, misquoted though it may be, based their data on American men making at least $30,000 a year. $30,000 a year isn't rich by US standards, and in some cities, it's right at the living wage for a family of three or four. But it's not poverty either. So the 70% of respondents who expressed a desire for more time don't strictly need to work more to make more money. You don't need a million dollars to go fishing. One of my favorite stories is frequently told in a few different fashions. The basic version consists of a guy who seeks help from a mentor. The mentor asks him what he wants more of than anything else in the world. The guy says, well, I'd like to have a million dollars. What would you do tomorrow if you had a million dollars today? The mentor asks. The guy thinks about it for a while and then says, I guess I'd go fishing. The response is classic. You don't need a million dollars to go fishing. Just go. The implied question is, what do you really want to do? How much money do you need to do that? Fishing is free or at least cheap. Presumably, many people who earn very high incomes are also among those who say they would give up money for time. They could do so with relatively little sacrifice. So again, why don't they? Are you satisfied with the number of hours you work? Are you doing what you really want? What would you do tomorrow if you had a million dollars today? Do you need a million dollars to do that? Would you give up a portion of your income for more time to do what you want? If you're in the magic 70%, why not find a way to change your situation to create the time that you feel you need? You just listened to the post titled, Are 70% of American Men Lying? by Chris Gillibo of chrisgillibo.com. And I'll be right back with my commentary. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y 
com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This article really resonated with me because I see this sentiment heavily promoted in the FIRE movement. And in full transparency, I've contributed to this narrative. We promote pursuing financial independence so that you can have full autonomy over your time and do whatever you want. But the error here is the assumption that people are fully equipped to handle that kind of freedom. They have intimate clarity on what makes them tick and they know a fulfilling way to spend their time. I'll admit that I had none of this knowledge when I quit my job three years ago and I'm still figuring it out. What I'm realizing now is that if you have time and space in your life, but you don't have a strong sense of self, intrinsic motivation, and true clarity on what makes your heart sing, more time might just lead you to some serious languishing. I have the time and resources to do whatever I want. Yes, I know that sounds like an obnoxious humble brag. However, I've spent a lot of time this last three years not enjoying my good fortune. It feels like some cruel cosmic joke to create the life you thought you wanted and then have no capacity to enjoy it. If I could do it all over again, I think I would have put less focus on reaching my financial goals and more focus on using my money to get to know myself better. I had a 60% savings rate. Even if I cut that in half, I would have still been saving and investing a healthy part of my income. My friend Douglas Soy, who writes a newsletter called Money and Meaning, says, quote, financial independence is not a goal, it's a gateway, end quote. Dreaming up what's on the other side of that gateway is just as or probably even more important than walking through the threshold. But that should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Wednesday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.